Are you a cybersecurity beginner? Are you a seasoned pro and you're just curious what noobs are saying today? Well, in this video, we're gonna go through the common things that cybersecurity noobs are saying today. There's no question that when we all start in cybersecurity, we tend to ask a lot of questions because everything is new to us. Something that we don't always do later on is look back at questions that we asked and see how we would answer them today. Having done YouTube and training people new to the career field for a while now, I see all kinds of questions every day that might seem simple to some, but they're absolutely relevant questions to ask. I hope that both seasoned pros and newbies get something out of this video. Let's do this. Number one, do I need to work in help desk first before I get into cybersecurity? There is nothing that says you have to get a job in IT like help desk or system administrator before you work in cybersecurity. Does it help you prepare? Absolutely, but you can get the 70% solution through certifications, studying, and experimenting in a home lab. Usually 70% is about enough to get you into a job. A lot of people in cybersecurity career fields actually come from different career and educational backgrounds. And guess what? A lot of them aren't technical backgrounds. Personally, I came from a sales background, but I've seen people come from law enforcement, journalism, and all kinds of other areas. Of course, if you come from another background, you'll have to make up ground, but it's totally doable. Number two, do I have to get specific certifications before I can get into cybersecurity? The answer is no. There are certain skills that you need to learn to create your foundation of knowledge but remember, you're most likely competing against either a few to a few hundred candidates that are most likely gonna have certifications. Without them, you have to be a lot more convincing with what you bring to the table. People trying to break into the industry today honestly have a huge advantage over people even 10 years ago because there's platforms like Try Hack Me and just this overall emphasis on practical knowledge. I recommend people pursue certifications for that structured learning environment, but I also expect you to go beyond that and do things like write a blog, develop a GitHub account, or make videos on what you know. Number three, you wanna be a hacker. Great, but the majority of jobs in cybersecurity have nothing to do with hacking systems and are defensive in nature. Learn core cybersecurity knowledge, give yourself options, and then specialize in your area of choice. So many people wanna be hackers today, and again, given that there's so few jobs in hacking, why would you get the job over somebody else? The best hackers are invaluable because they really understand how everything works together not because they know how to run a single command in a tool like Metasploit. Hacking's always been the cool area of cybersecurity, it's just the way it is. But people learn pretty quickly after pursuing some of these certifications that it's not easy to land a hacking job. And in the end, you might not actually be doing what you wanna do. Just be open to different job roles. Number four, you wanna work in cybersecurity because all the salaries are over $100,000 per year and that's what you expect to make in your first job. There's no question that salaries in cybersecurity are higher than a lot of career fields, but I hate to break it to you, your first job isn't gonna be 100,000 most likely, and especially if you haven't been working in IT or some kind of tech job like programming, it's probably not gonna happen. You can definitely get there quickly, even after just a few years, if you start doing extra things like bug bounties, and then the sky's the limit. The people that make the most money are the ones that recognize opportunities in their career, and then they take advantage of them and follow them wherever they lead. Number five, when you say, I know exactly what I wanna do in cybersecurity and where I wanna work. Awesome, but one of the things you'll probably realize pretty quickly is that you have to be flexible. You could apply to your dream job and feel like you match the qualifications perfectly, but you either don't get an offer or you don't even get an interview. This career field is all about making progress with every change. So as long as you pick jobs, certifications, training, and other things that match your end desire, you'll keep making progress to getting where you wanna be. This also goes back to what I said earlier about being flexible because your interests are gonna change and new areas will become available to you 
And frankly, you might just get bored with one area. I hope that you're enjoying the content in this video so far. If you are, make sure to leave a like and subscribe to the channel and check out the description for more training and resources. All right, let's get back to the content. Number six, I'm gonna get the CISP and I'm gonna make a lot of money. My typical response to this is, have you even looked at the experience requirements? You don't have to get very far in your cybersecurity journey to hear about the CISP and see that high level jobs really want this certification. Unfortunately, people don't always understand that some certifications in our field do have experience requirements for you actually get certified regardless of just passing the exam. I typically don't even recommend that people take the certification exams early unless they're basically gonna hit that requirement either when they pass or shortly after because it's just not a good use of your time otherwise. Number seven, well, so-and-so says that certifications are a waste of time and that's what I think too. Ugh. This kind of goes back to my response for number two, but certifications do have value in our industry, plain and simple. Now, I'm definitely not saying that you have to go out and get 10 or 20 different certifications to be in a good spot for your career, but if you don't have any, especially after a few years in the industry, it's just gonna look like you aren't even trying and it's gonna be really hard to find and land those really good jobs. You really have to be careful about who you get advice from because there's people out there who don't know what they're talking about or they're so out of touch with the industry that they'll give advice like it's facts. You have to avoid their advice like your life depends on it if you wanna be successful. Number eight, I'm only gonna get training or certifications if my employer funds it. I hate to break it to you, but a lot of employers are cheap when it comes to training and certifications, even though they expect you to have them. Not only that, but if you wanna change the job that you have, employers probably aren't gonna fund that, so you're gonna to have to come up with some of these funds on your own. Fortunately, as you start getting some more experience, you can make some pretty big pay jumps and find yourself making over six figures pretty quickly. One thing that I highly recommend is that you set a yearly budget from your own funds so that you can learn more. Now that might only be a few hundred dollars or it might be several thousands of dollars. The choice is yours, but I wouldn't leave it solely up to your employer to fund this. Number nine, I'm gonna be the most technical person and soft skills aren't gonna matter. This is a dangerous mindset because first of all, you're probably gonna talk with people all over the organization or clients on a regular basis. If your soft skills aren't good, then it's gonna make life difficult. Now that doesn't mean that you have to be an amazing public speaker, but you've gotta be able to communicate with people and translate technical talk in a non-technical talk. This will set yourself apart in your career. Second, the more senior that you get, the more likely that you're gonna find yourself doing presentations, conference talks, or interviewing. This is not a career field where you can just escape from all interaction because dealing with technology is a big part of our job, but it's also important to be able to talk to people. You've gotta work on improving your communication skills. It's just that simple. Number 10, I hate programming. Can I still be successful in cybersecurity? Yes, most cybersecurity jobs don't require much, if any knowledge of coding or programming. Of course, the more technical job you get, the more there is a need, but generally for most jobs, it's not a requirement. I'll add though, being able to automate any job task is a huge advantage because in all cybersecurity jobs, there's a lot of repetitive tasks that you're gonna do. Automating those tasks saves a ton of time and can make you more valuable. Question of the day, which area of cybersecurity do you wanna work in? In this video, we went through the common things that cybersecurity noobs are saying today. This video isn't meant to be attacked on the people that are new to the industry, but it's meant to address some of the common statements that are made without all the facts. I know I'm just becoming the old cybersecurity guy here because I've been in the industry for a little bit, but this is real advice to help you out.